0: Warning, the following episode contains spoilers for Thor, Ragnarok, and other movies in the MCU. So, if you haven't seen Thor, Ragnarok, please do not listen to this episode. Hello, I'm Henry. And I'm Trey. And welcome to Marvelous, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast
1: where we go through and talk about every show and every movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. In order, but not this time. There's a new movie, so we're gonna have a special all about it. So this is going to be a very special episode. It's different than our normal episodes because it will be not organized and in order like we normally do it. We're just going to talk all our thoughts about Thor Ragnarok right here and right now for your viewing pleasure or listening pleasure, whatever you want.
0: Exactly. So, Trey, did you like the movie? I did. It was a fantastic movie. I liked it quite a lot, too. It was nothing like... It it was both like and not like what I expected. I don't know what I expected, but I liked it a lot. It's...
1: Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, From the trailers, I I think I expected, like, very comedy-heavy, but I also could see that maybe it would exceed my expectations and not be be like only comedy um which it definitely did uh which is good because i was worried that it would be dumb comedy and have no weight but it didn't do that so i'm glad i was wrong it was way
0: goofier than i expected though like straight off the bat it was just absolute chaos and silliness through and through in a good way usually
1: i do not know how it was goofier than what you expected (laughs)
0: I don't know what I expected. I stopped watching, or I didn't watch the trailers for this. I saw half of the first trailer, or something like that. So, I don't know. But man, if only this was Thor two, not Thor three. I know this is the sequel we should have gotten originally. Oh
1: my gosh, I'm literally so bummed that this we ha- we got this fantastic last Thor movie. And, like, in theory, at least, this is going to be the final Thor, and I just feel like we've wasted the other opportunities. (laughs) And I'm like... That's kind of... Yeah. We need the stepping stones going, like, showing more of his power and more about Asgard to get to this final great movie and not just one good movie at the end, now you never get any more. Right? I want... Well, here's the thing. I want to know so much more about this world now. I want
0: to know... I want a prequel movie about Odin and Hela. And the Valkyries... I completely um, agree. I was
1: thinking the same thing.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, like, Valkyrie was so cool. Hearing about Odin and Hela was super interesting and cool too. And But they hardly showed anything about that history of the like their dark conquest era. Which would have been so cool! And I'm holding out on maybe there being a prequel movie in the future. Because they've said that Valkyrie's going to be in the movies in the future... And I'm expecting that to be beyond Infinity War. Speaking of which, Valkyrie likely being the new love interest, we have confirmation that Natalie Portman is gone!
1: Yay! Oh Oh my god! (laughs) Thank god! So, yeah, I'm very (laughs) glad about that too. Though I do wish they'd explained a little more of, like, why they broke up. Because they're just like, I broke up with her, no, she broke up with you. That's it. (laughs)
0: I think the joke is he just like never really, sh- whenever he showed up, it was just the fight and he didn't really care about her that much. So she just like fuck it and got over it pretty fast.
1: But the movies weighed so heavily on their romance, it, I think it needed a, a little bit more closure.
0: I agree, except for the fact that that was the worst part of all of the previous
1: Thor movies. It was. That, it was so bad. I'm just like, I don't think it would have hurt or it would have been that hard to give like a sentence explanation though.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. Well, speaking of love interests and female characters, and one character who is missing that really stands out is Sif. Which, I am so mad she is not in this movie at all. Literally, not even once. And apparently it's
1: because she's too busy filming her own TV show, but
0: really? Not even a single scene?
1: It was really strange and very noticeable. Because they they literally show all the other Warriors 3 just getting killed... And, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, so first off...
0: <laughs> I love how they're killed like fodder. I mean, it's supposed to show how powerful Hela is, but wow, literally no shit's given about
1: them. I know, Thor doesn't even mention them ever, like, we don't see him being sad about it, it's just like, well, they're dead, if we don't have to mention them again.
0: <laughs> I don't think he knows yet, in theory. Also, all of the Asgardians escaping on one spaceship is kind of weird.
1: And Well, clearly that's all that was left after Hela's reign. <laughs>
0: That is true. I guess a lot of them
1: died. But, yeah, it is... I, I don't know. It's very noticeable that Sif is gone, and I'm not really <laughs> sure if the movie's trying to be like, well, see, she, we just assume that she was killed too, or if...
0: I, I don't think so. Okay. I, I'm, like, confident they will bring her back, or else they would have had her come in for literally one scene to kill her off. Um, because, think about it, the other Warriors 3, except for the Asian guy, were in it for, like, five seconds each. Hella just threw like some daggers into their chest or she stabbed them like 5 times each.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: I love her just like continuously shooting magic blades into people. It's great.
1: Yeah, I I wasn't quite certain what her powers are. She seems to just be able to create any type of weapon like out of nothing. Yeah, that that's
0: that's one of my issues with Hella is I wish she fought and we got to see her fight more.
1: Yeah. Well, we did get to see her fight quite a bit.
0: Yeah. we Okay, the problem is with Hela is literally no one stood a chance against her except for Thor. So, I, I don't know. I, I just wish we got a more. even though I don't know what that would have been. Like, I'm not, like, upset. It's just, she's cool, and I don't like that she's already
1: gone. Well, she might not be, to be honest. True. That's true. I, I feel like he, if they're smart at all they'll bring her back. But at the same time, yeah. but at the same time considering how hard she was to beat and they had to cause like an apocalypse, I don't know, maybe bringing her back would be <laughs> kind of ridiculous.
0: Speaking of which, bringing all the Asgardians to Earth, I don't think they would be that welcoming. I why? <laughs> because but well, I don't know. Just it would be an invasion of these super powerful aliens. And possibly Loki coming too.
1: Yeah, to be... I mean, I feel like we're missing a crucial piece of information, like, of do any of the other Asgardians have powers, or is it just the royal family? Because we don't... I'm pretty sure... Sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say,
0: I'm pretty sure on average Asgardians are far stronger than Earthlings, and I'm pretty sure they all live to be thousands of years old.
1: Right, but... Like, all the royal family is like, the god of death, the god of thunder, Loki's the god of mischief. Like, they all have magical powers. Yeah, I, I guess. So, I don't but know. But, I mean, there's Heimdall. Yeah, exactly. So, do all Asa guardians have powers?
0: <laughs> I think it's like having superheroes on Earth where not all of them do, but they are more likely to. And they... At base level, all Asgardians are superheroes compared to Earthlings. That is my guess.
1: So, this is, like, my huge issue with the Thor trilogy. Not this movie in general, because this should have been established in, like, movie one and movie two. (laughs) But we don't know anything about Asgard and that's something we really need to know. Like, do all these people well, have powers? How, how do all of the, like, where does the magic come from? They said that Thors and Hellas comes from the planet Asgard.
0: Um, well, they build up when they're there. But yeah, that's a good point. But now we won't know because Asgard is destroyed. <laughs>
1: which, if Asgard is destroyed and Asgard is the source of their powers, does that mean they no longer have powers? Like, it's weird. I don't,
0: I don't think so. Because think about it, I mean, Hela came out of that jail portal thing and already was powerful enough to destroy Mjolnir.
1: Yeah, but Asgard still existed.
0: But she wasn't there. I don't know if they get their power from Asgard even if they're not at Asgard. I think they just get stronger there.
1: Uh, They made it sound like it was the source of their power.
0: To me, it made it sound like it was just something that amplified their power. Okay. I
1: mean think about it at the beginning of this movie
0: Thor said he was like just traveling around for 2 years through like alien planet to alien planet he hadn't gone back to the... he didn't go back to Asgard the entire time and he didn't seem to be getting weaker but I guess he's Asgard still existed so could have still been his source of power
1: I don't know I don't know a typical issue for Thor is that I don't feel like I have all the information
0: <laughs> Yep but it's silly and whatever thor does what thor does
1: this movie should have been what we've had all along and i'm so sad that we didn't
0: <laughs> yeah i think what really helped open up the possibility possibility for this movie really was guardians though since this was this was also like the guardians 2 we should have had
1: <laughs> how so
0: it feels a lot like guardians and it's a Better than Guardians Two, in my opinion.
1: Right, but how is this what Guardians Two should have been?
0: I would have liked if Guardians Two was more like this—just a romp, just chasing around people all around other planets, rather than getting stuck on ego for the whole movie. Well, the second third of the movie, or second half of the movie.
1: I think Guardians Two could have been a lot better in general. Though I, I guess I'm, I'm not really sure about the through line with. It should have been like this movie, but yeah, sure. I don't know. I don't know. I,
0: I, this wasn't really a very strong opinion. I just thought this movie is a lot like Guardians, and in a good way.
1: That's the interesting thing from the trailers. I thought it was a. It looked a lot like Guardians, but actually watching the movie, I was like, this didn't really feel like Guardians to me. <laughs>
0: Okay, I'm saying that in the sense of Guardians really opened the space side of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And this is the first time a character uh this is the first time a character other than the Guardians have explored the space side. That's so fair. Th- that's what I'm feeling, I guess. And I really like the idea of more characters exploring this side of the universe, which I think is gonna be a really big thing in phase four.
1: Yeah, they have talked about that, so I think it will be.
0: Yeah. Which
1: is really cool because they have a ton of areas to go with that.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Literally all of the universe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um so I just want to talk about the beginning of the movie, I guess. Yeah,
0: uh, I was going to say that too.
1: So, it was weird because like this movie was so good, but when it started, I felt so like it was kind of jarring because Thor's character is so different from what we've seen of him. How so? Uh, he... Like, in the past, what we've seen is like, I'm like a warrior brute, and like he didn't seem that smart or clever, like, quick-witted or anything like that, and then this movie opens, and everything is like, oh, like I'm making fun of you, I'm making jokes, I'm super clever and quippy, and throughout the whole movie he was so much smarter than we've ever seen him be, which was really cool to see, and it's more like it's probably more criticism of the previous movies for not being that, but it it felt like a different different character to me. I do
0: remember some people complaining when seeing the trailers about Thor sounding different in this movie, and the explanation that I've heard of why he sounds different and why he acts more like this is because he's just spent, I don't know, what the timeline right now, like eight years dealing with Earthlings all the time. Because they've also... Sh- they also implied in ultron that thor had h- helped the avengers a lot during that time so he spent a lot of time on earth
1: yeah they said that i'm i'm still really unclear how like how much time passed on earth cuz the whole 8 years thing like how many years was he on earth
0: i mean i think he just popped in and out
1: but it doesn't seem like it would be more than 2 years
0: that's a lot of time and they're like his new his new buddies and new friends.
1: For him to change his speech patterns from 1,800 years? <laughs> I
0: don't know. I, it's odd. But
1: it but worked not well even once, about...
0: it, once, it, once I got used to it, I liked it a lot.
1: So are you just talking about his speech or are you talking about his wit? Both. And his <sighs> cleverness. Okay.
0: I, I think the cleverness has shown a little bit through his other movies. Like a tiny bit. But... The wit and the way he talks is different, but I don't mind.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely liked it, and I liked this movie more. I I was, it was, like, just the opening scene that I felt, like, jarred. Like, wait, what? This is, like, a totally different character. Um, when he was making fun of Sartre.
0: Sartre. Whatever. <laughs> also, when he was spinning around in the chains, it was, like, a little bit... This is why I was saying too goofy before. It's... Starting the movie with a scene like that, where he kept getting spun around, was a little too silly for me. I've, if that scene wasn't there, I probably wouldn't be feeling like that. But it just got me off to a slightly the rocky start. But then it, clear, or, then it quickly proved itself to be fine.
1: So, I don't know if it's just the opening scene that jarred us both, or if we just got used to it after the opening scene. <laughs>
0: you, you could be right. Because, I mean, right after this whole scene with Surtur and escaping and getting chased by a dragon, we're introduced to, um, what's his name again? Scourge, and him telling him about all of his silly prizes that he got from the other realms, like his AK-47s or whatever they are, his
1: machine guns. So, are we supposed to assume that Heimdall is on the run because he knew that it was Loki?
0: I think, I don't know if it's because he knew it was Loki. Well, Probably. But Loki just exiled him.
1: I, I okay, so we're just going with like he just said he's a traitor and moving on. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But I like that
0: um, that Loki has that play in his honor with freaking oh Matt
1: Damon <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: that was yeah. Speaking of, I remember what's his face, the act, the singer that appeared in Game of Thrones, and some people were like complaining online like oh my god this singer in game of thrones took me out of it matt damon being loki in the play about the fake play in the movie was hilarious
1: it was hilarious yes
0: (laughs) also apparently thor was um chris hemsworth's little brother i don't remember his name i know he's in other stuff though
1: that was not that was not liam hemsworth
0: it he has two brothers i don't know which one it is
1: well his other brother's older
0: okay the other brother then
1: okay (laughs) <laughs> I think his name is Luke Hemsworth. I, I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> I, I care. <laughs> cool. Um, that play was a, ridiculous. <laughs> that scene went on for a while. <laughs> I know. Which, it was funny, though. I guess they probably could have used the time for other stuff, but whatever. Yeah, you'd think the Asgardians would
0: kind of be figuring out what's going on, because Odin is never this silly. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you would think. But again, we don't know much about Asgard.
0: It was Loki, the dying hero's last wish, though, to be remembered and to have a statue in his honor. Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. I loved how Thor forced Loki to reveal himself, though, by throwing the hammer and pulling it back straight at his head.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It was cool.
0: It was good.
1: (laughs) And yeah, I guess we're supposed to. I mean, we don't really get much explanation about how this whole thing came about with Odin getting exiled and like. But I guess we are told that Loki somehow cast a spell on him and put him on Earth. And... It's
0: it's in Thor two and the Doctor Strange after after credit scene. In Thor two, Loki faked his death, and at the after credits or at the end of that movie, they show Thor. They show Loki pretending to be odin on the throne and in doctor strange they show odin as crazy homeless person because he was cursed no they don't yes they do no they don't they definitely showed it in some movie i don't remember which one it was
1: they did show loki being odin uh in thor 2 they didn't show odin as crazy homeless person did they not no
0: Maybe that was in some picture, early pictures from Thor Ragnarok that leaked or something. Probably. Because I know I've seen it.
1: But that's not what I'm talking about anyway. I'm talking about, like, how it was that Loki overthrew Odin, banished him to Earth, put a spell on him, and just, like, convinced him to be someone else for a while so he could take the throne. Like, we don't see any of that. We just get some allusions to, okay, we get, I guess Loki did this so yep. yeah
0: he is the god of trickery he does do his tricks
1: but Odin is very strong and it seems weird that it would work on him
0: <laughs> yeah I mean yeah it's it it is strange Doctor Strange oh my god that whole scene that was another scene where it's like a little excessive but it was also great how strange Doctor Strange was And I personally thought Dr. Strange was way better here than in his own movie.
1: (laughs) Why do you think that?
0: Well, for one, he was, like, confidently in control of his powers, and I thought the effects were really well done. And I just like to see him how... I like to see him in action as a matured hero or character, rather than his origin story.
1: I mean, that makes sense. Though I I don't know, that's not really a fault of the origin story. That's just like, well now he's matured so you you like seeing that he's actually good at magic now. <laughs> yeah, I I just
0: liked the personality and vibe he gave off of being the guardian who's in absolute control. Like he he dealt with Loki like he was nothing. Could you imagine if he was around during the time of during the time of Avengers 1?
1: No, I can't. <laughs> no Loki. <laughs> it definitely opens up a huge doorway Okay, so Doctor Strange <laughs> took place after Avengers Two, I th- I think.
0: Ava- pr- it honestly, probably took place during. It probably started before and ended after.
1: Okay. Yeah, because pre- pr- Doctor Strange pretty much needs to be known at this point. If he's like, if he's intercepting Loki and doing all this stuff to protect <laughs> Earth, it's like, okay, you definitely would interact with the Avengers at this point. So yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I've been falling for thirty minutes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I just, I love seeing Doctor Strange deal with Loki like he's nothing. That's super cool. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Though I would have liked to see Loki and him actually have a little magic fight instead of just Doctor Strange some or shooting them off the Norway. I agree.
1: Right. That would have been cool. That would have yeah. been weird too because Loki's magic is more like illusions and stuff, and Doctor Strange is like. I don't know, it's a different type of magic.
0: Well, yeah, but that's why it would have been nice to see, to see Loki truly being outclassed. I mean, we did see him being truly outclassed.
1: I agree. But it would have been cool to see a
0: tiny bit more.
1: Yes, it would. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, I guess we could just talk about how Thor outsmarts Loki every time in this movie.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> I like that... Loki tried the exact same trick, and Thor's like, dude, I, I know what you're doing now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really like that in this movie, just because we've been outsmarted by Loki so many times that it's pretty old at this point. Um, though, this is, again, like showing Thor being way more clever than he's ever been before. <laughs> I mean, Loki
0: has done the same things each time, so it's just Thor being used to it. I like that... All through this movie, Thor's really, really adjusting to his role as the leader of Asgard and the God of Thunder. Yeah. And scenes like this help show that. Him wisening up that Loki shows that he's really grown to fit the role and understands (laughs) everything better.
1: He has matured. Indeed. Loki, though, I don't know. I'm like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Like, he's just the same and just has to constantly want to betray everyone. It's just a lot.
0: What are you talking about? Look at the end.
1: He helped. Yeah, but I don't... I don't know. I don't buy it. (laughs) I think
0: it's... Okay. From the beginning, Loki's entire drive was to prove to their family, to their father, that he was better than Thor and... He didn't hate Asgard or anything. He wanted to lead Asgard, but he wanted to lead Asgard as a worthy successor. So, now that their parents are both dead, now that he has been ousted as a public menace, he no longer can achieve his dreams. No one would trust him in Asgard anymore. He has no one to prove himself to other than Thor himself. He still is an Asgardian and still wants the love of his remaining family.
1: But you realize that he betrayed Thor after all of that? Oh, wait,
0: sorry. You're talking about Loki trying to recapture Thor? Yes. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's more of habit at this point.
1: That's, yeah, exactly. It's it's just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm over Loki, to be honest. Well, I'm not over Loki, I'm over his, like static, I-just-am-here-to-betray-you-every-single-time thing. But
0: he grew, and was a, he was way funnier this episode. <laughs> I, fuck. Or... He was way funnier this movie.
1: I did see some theories on Reddit saying that he called Thanos his ship at the end.
0: Ooh, that's true. I mean, for one, I like that they got rid of the plot hole of the Infinity Gauntlet being in Odin's treasure room.
1: Well, they didn't get rid of the plot hole, they just didn't show it.
0: No, they showed that that Infinity Gauntlet in, the Odin, in Odin's treasure room was a fake. They did? Yes.
1: I didn't see her touch the gauntlet.
0: Hella specifically knocks over the gauntlet, saying half of the things in here are fakes. Specifically to address the plot hole that was the Infinity Gauntlet being in the treasure room. Specifically.
1: I thought she was breaking something else. I must have missed something.
0: You missed it. It was the Infinity Gauntlet. The fake All right, one. Alright,
1: well- Well, that's cool, then.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I, every now and then they do something like this in the movies, and I love how it's kind of subtle, but also really blatantly out there. Like, if you haven't seen all the movies, you might have missed the weight of that little moment, but it was great.
1: Yeah. It's good for fans.
0: Yeah, there were a lot of callbacks in this movie, like the Hulk throwing around Thor, like the Hulk threw around Loki in the Avengers 1.
1: Oh my gosh, that was great. <laughs> and showing Loki's face every time and, like, his reaction. He was so happy. Yeah. <laughs> now you know now you how it feels. <laughs> uh,
0: that whole fight between Thor and Hulk was way cooler than I expected it to be. I didn't think Me Thor too. would hold his own as well as he Okay, did.
1: from the trailer, I was like, ugh, really? I don't care about seeing them fight. This, is, like, sounds some like some stupid thing that... I don't know. A lot of guys would be into, but it's just, like, pointless violence. And then in the actual movie, I'm like, wow, this is so cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because for one, like, yeah, we never get... Or we rarely get to see the Hulk and Thor go all out.
1: I know. So this was
0: super cool, especially because it was the first instance of Thor unlocking his true powers of the God of Thunder.
1: That and I can't believe that he can actually beat Hulk. Oh, yeah. He would have won. I know. That's I was amazing. was not expecting that. Yeah. That's, that's part of why I thought this fight would be dumb, because I'm like, it's just, I, I don't know, like, it, Hulk it, is yeah, invincible.
0: Just, yeah, Hulk's just going to, like, crush Thor. That's it. No, Thor would have crushed the Hulk. That's amazing. Oh, speaking of callbacks, him trying to do the Black Widow's line uh, I know. To, to settle down the Hulk <laughs> was so
1: funny. Yeah. And, he did it so much, too. <laughs> oh,
0: so great. Oh, yeah, he kept doing it the whole time that they were, in a, like, <laughs> trying to escape. <laughs> and Mark Ruffalo is just like, dude, stop. Yeah. I am right to be freaked out right now. I don't know where I've been for the past two years, and, and you've been telling me I'm on a fucking alien planet? <laughs> this,
1: ah! definitely, this definitely unlocks a lot of questions for for Hulk's evolution, too, like, because we're, we're seeing now that like, Banner wasn't even present in this Hulk. Hulk became his own per- his own persona.
0: Or Hulk just took over and he just, like, was in- faded in the background.
1: Yeah, but he didn't... He had no memories of it. Like, normally he remembers what's happening when he's the Hulk. It's just, like, haze. like... Does it's he- different. Does he yeah. remember?
0: I thought he, like, remembers, like, moments, but not, like, a clear image of what happened.
1: We just like, it's like a Hulk. ragey fog. Yeah, he says it's, like... Like, being on drugs or something, where his brain's just, like, so overloaded, but still there.
0: I wouldn't trust anything that's said in his movie. That's basically not a canon movie.
1: But even in this movie, he says that normally he's there, like, he still, like, can tell what's going on. Whereas this time, he has no memory of any of it.
0: Yeah, and later in the movie, when he says... If I go back to being the Hulk, I might never come back. And then he does do it on purpose. Uh, I feel like that scene should have been given a little bit more weight, but it was still cool. Although it was a little silly that he landed on the Rainbow Bridge and just, like, it looked like he died. I know. <laughs> like, this is not the scene for that. He's giving up his life pretty much literally right now. <laughs> I,
1: I thought it was hilarious, though.
0: It it was but it was a little much for him literally giving up his existence
1: it was also almost exactly the same as how they did it in the incredible hulk exactly i was about to say
0: it was a callback to that movie which is hilarious
1: oh i don't think it was a callback i think they were just making a joke that was the same that it was before (laughs) i mean i think it
0: isn't that what a callback is you're making the same joke as you did in a previous movie
1: well, I don't think it was intentional is what I mean. I don't think they're, like, thinking about that first time. Oh, I think like, it was 100% intentional. I disagree. <laughs> it, it did the
0: same thing. Him jumping out of the plane, and then they were really concerned that he'd die. And then he comes out of the Hulk, but this time he, <laughs> he lands.
1: It, it felt like it fit with the tone of this movie so much that I don't think it was meant to be referenced. But, you know, it could have been.
0: Well, we will find out, I guess, in the future, if we watch a commentary track version, but I'm pretty confident that it was. It was too similar.
1: And I'm confident that it wasn't.
0: Well, Trey, (laughs) in a movie full of callbacks, I don't understand why you wouldn't believe in this one. Uh, (laughs) Let's go to something different. Let's talk about, I don't know, Korg and the other Guardians. I mean, eh, Guardians. And the other Gladiators... (laughs) Like bug scissors man.
1: Um,
0: I like bug scissors man. He is a bug with scissors for hands.
1: Yeah. Rock paper scissors. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> so was the rock guy Taika Watiti?
0: Apparently, he did the motion capture for it.
1: Oh, he wasn't the voice. I have no idea. Okay.
0: <laughs> I just know him. I just love the voice. i was like, hey man, I, like how's it going? I'm just, I'm just the rock over here.
1: Uh, he was pretty funny.
0: He's just another
1: Doug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, also, I don't know. I feel like... So, normally I don't agree with you that trailers ruin things, but this time I actually feel like the trailer ruined things. Like uh,
0: This is the first time I haven't watched the trailers, really, so I don't know what you're referring to.
1: You totally watched the trailer. Oh yeah,
0: I watched one of them, sorry. And I was yes. mad because I thought it would explain the entire plot, but it kind of didn't because I thought Ragnarok and all the stuff was going to happen like with I thought Asgard burning to the ground was the beginning of the movie, not the end, which I liked.
1: See, and you thought you could pred- you told me I can predict this entire movie from this trailer. How can I you not? And I was like I predicted everything don't think you
0: can. other <laughs> than that. Because they showed Hella taking over, and then they showed the flame, so I thought they were connected.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, I'm mostly talking about some of the moments that would have been, like, huge deals if they weren't in the trailer. Like, Hella breaking his hammer. Um, like, she, they show her doing that in the trailer, and if we saw that in just the movie, it would have been like, holy <clears throat> shit, but we already knew it was happening. Um, and... Yeah him fighting Hulk. <laughs> like, I get that it was kind of necessary to promote the movie, but I also feel like if we were just watching the movie without the tra- having seen it in the trailer, it would have been like, oh, wow,
0: you know? Uh, I suppose I agree, but since the hammer being destroyed happened so early, and Hulk plays such a big role in the movie overall, I think that they were necessary to build hype for this movie. Like, these aren't scenes that I thought would have ruined it for me, because in fact, when I saw them happen, I liked them more. Well, maybe not Hela destroying the hammer, but Hulk appearing in the gladiator competition against Thor, I liked a lot. Even though I knew it was going to happen. And that whole scene was way better than I expected. How else could you market this movie?
1: (laughs) I, I, no, I I understand what you're saying, and that's why I said you probably needed needed to show the Hulk's scene to promote that but i don't think they needed to show the breaking of the hammer i suppose yeah yes it does show like the stakes of the movie but it also spoils it
0: (laughs) i guess they could have just showed hella grabbing the hammer and that would have been sufficient yeah
1: yeah which can we talk about that how the hell can she hold the hammer
0: so originally it was her hammer
1: I understand that, but that was supposedly before it was spelled to make it the worthy person that can hold it.
0: <laughs> I don't know, but another thing we know is that she's obnoxiously powerful and probably more powerful than. Od- oh well, she is more powerful than Odin, so all rules go out the window with her. Is my- how I saw it.
1: Well, she also we she people? also
0: might have made it.
1: Huh, interesting. Do we know that she's more powerful than Odin? Because didn't he... He was able to banish her.
0: Yes, but using the Valkyries, he was able to get, like, momentary control over her just to exile her, and it took all of his strength to exile
1: her. And... That was the second time. What? Didn't they say that Hela was breaking loose from her dimensions, so Odin had to summon the Valkyries?
0: I don't... I don't think so.
1: Re, to re... To It's... I thought it... All right... I thought it said that it I was the second time. I don't think there time. was
0: a second time. I think it was to start the first time.
1: I guess I will have to rewatch it and see.
0: <laughs> yeah, same. Um, either way, Odin says Thor is more powerful than him, and Thor says that she's more powerful than him. So, if Hell is more powerful than Thor, and Thor is more powerful, more powerful than Odin, Hell is more powerful than Odin. Odin. Also, if Hela okay. was if Odin was more powerful than Hela, she wouldn't have he wouldn't have exiled her, he would have killed her.
1: I guess. I don't they, know. This this movie also showed like, well, okay. So it showed two like kind of contradicting things because it showed how powerful the Asgardians are with regard to how many hits they can take and ridiculously strong hits and like Hulk <laughs> level hits. With no damage at all, but it also showed them really easily getting killed with weapons.
0: I mean, if the per, if the people that are that strong are using those weapons, their blows are going to be that d- strong. And taking a punch isn't the same thing as being stabbed with a
1: blade. It seems like it would be like be- it would affect the other though. Like if you're that strong that you can take that much, of a punch, wouldn't it, like a blade. I don't know. Be hard to pierce your skin, like isn't that why some isn't that why people with super strength often can't be stabbed?
0: Uh, sometimes the rules of the Asgardians are loose and not well understood. Yeah,
1: <laughs> as per usual. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, it would be really cool to see Luke Cage in this situation to see if he could take or if he could resist their blows. I mean, he'd probably get killed just by the brute force, but I don't know if he would be opened via blade.
1: Well, he couldn't be opened by a blade, could he?
0: I don't know. If it was an Asgardian's weapon, maybe. Hela's summoned weapons.
1: Perhaps. Oh yeah, there was that alien shrapnel that could cut him.
0: (laughs) It didn't cut him, it drilled into him. Can we not talk about that right now? (laughs) yes (laughs) <laughs> yes <laughs> i have many things to say about that when we eventually get the loot cage
1: where to next valkyrie yes she was cool valkyrie. i love okay, how they so, introduced her <laughs> before we actually talk about valkyrie herself um in that place where she comes in i was really confused what that was it was like a junkyard for the rainbow bridge i think it was a junkyard
0: for everywhere like, sakar is like, a nexus of tons of wormholes all over the universe where people just throw their garbage into these wormholes to get rid
1: of it. So this is... Or you're just saying this is, like, all the wormholes?
0: Yeah. I don't think this is because of the Rainbow Bridge. I think this is just a place that exists. And various wormholes are permanently there.
1: But falling out of the... But but then, is the Rainbow Bridge a wormhole?
0: Uh, Probably. It's the only way it really makes sense... They just fell, they fell, they just happened to fall at the same location. One thing that I'm curious about is how Loki and Thor both ended up there, since they fell like a minute apart, and if you're traveling at that speed, <laughs> that should be so far apart from each other.
1: They didn't both end up there. Yes, they did. Loki wasn't in the, in the junkyard.
0: Yeah, they landed on the same planet. The junkyard is on the planet. Are you sure? 100%. Think about the very the end credit scene with the Grand Master popping out of his spaceship in the junkyard. And he's like, hmm, well, that was a good revolution. Uh, I guess it was a tie. That was on that was the junkyard on the same planet. Okay. Think of this Sakar is like a planet of no escape. Everyone just gets stuck here. And so people throw their trash into it, because it's a place to throw trash, and sometimes want people wander into it. And sometimes, if they look like strong fighters, they're thrown into the arena.
1: I'm gonna have to rewatch this movie. Oh yes, I,
0: <laughs> I want to as well.
1: It's it's so jam packed with like so many details that, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, and, and the pace is so quick that it's like you have to be there every step of the way.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Jeez, it literally is a nonstop ride.
1: Which I do wanna. Say though, like, okay, so this movie was fantastic. The whole thing, I'm just like, wow, that was so good. But it felt like it, it, it still feels like it's not over. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you understand what I mean, but it feels like there should be more, more of it. Like, a part two or another 10 to 20 minutes of like. <laughs> and it, it's a long movie too, and it's so fast paced. Could you imagine it's what so everything
0: that. If they kept in everything and didn't cut it, it would
1: probably would have been a four hour long movie. Honestly, I would I want that. I do too. I I think there are some things that needed to be fleshed out a little bit more, like like the ending for me. Um, so, well, let's let's just talk about the, the ending. first after um, credit
0: scene with Thanos' ship popping up.
1: No, the actual destruction of Asgard. Sure. Yeah. Um, so. Like, the entire movie, I thought the jokes were completely well-placed, and they actually balanced humor and seriousness, like, really well. Uh, the only complaint I have is this end scene. Uh, not, well, not end credit scene, but, like, with, the end scene of Asgard. Surtur destroying Asgard? Yes, because <laughs> that, like, they needed to let that resonate a little bit more. No,
0: I loved that. That Surtur, like, the giant... The size of a mountain fire demon from the very beginning of the movie is like, ha ha, finally, I will destroy Asgard! Ha ha ha! Literally no one's there. I love that.
1: <laughs> I'm not talking about that. What we'll part? <laughs> I, I, I'm talking about when they're on the ship and all of Asgard is completely obliterated and their home is, like, lost and they I, they make a joke or they have the rock dude making jokes and I just feel like it cheapens the moment. When it should have like this emotional weight behind it, and that's the one time that I feel like it was, yeah, it was a little cheap. It was a, a little weird jokes. with Korg,
0: but I did like all the rock paper scissors jokes of Korg. The rock accidentally stepped on scissors, bug the scissors.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: but it shouldn't but again, have happened there. <laughs> no,
1: I mean that was kind of after it. I thought that- it was more like when Asgard was being destroyed. Korg is making a joke. Oh, when he's like. Oh, yeah, it's fine. You guys can go back. Oh, nope, nope. No more Asgard. Yeah.
0: <laughs> as long as yeah. the foundations are still strong. Yeah, that was a little little weird.
1: <laughs> and they don't really give you any time to absorb, like, oh, shit, all these people just lost their home. They make, like, one sentence about it, and they're like, okay, where to next? Well, I do... I really do like that all of the
0: people are following Thor very strongly. Like, th- they they all accept Thor as their king. and ex- And... Will accept whatever he says is the right path and will follow him to the ends of the universe quite literally right now.
1: Which Yeah, and I have no pro- I have no problem yeah, with that.
0: I, I I do agree that I wish this scene got a little bit more weight, but I thought it was I like that part at least.
1: Yes. Um I also I feel like movies generally give you a little more time after this like the the ending felt very quick it was like okay ragnarok's happening hella supposedly dead planet's destroyed where to next the end
0: (laughs) yeah i think that might again just be part of the problem of the movie was already too long and it was so fast paced it was so fast paced (laughs) every second of this movie was used so well except for maybe thor spinning around a little bit too much in the beginning and the play lasting a little bit too long with Loki. But aside from those, which only, <laughs> only is like a minute or two, there yeah. wasn't any wasted time.
1: Yeah. So, which, yeah. Which reminds me that we didn't quite finish talking about the Hulk. Um, yes. Was, so did, did we see Banner emerge from the Hulk at the end, or was he still the Hulk?
0: I was going to ask you that. I don't think so. I think okay. he's still Hulk. I-
1: Okay, so we don't actually know if it's a problem and if he's, like, staying Hulk or not.
0: Yeah, I think it. I think it is a problem.
1: Um, I've heard...
0: I haven't seen the Infinity War trailer, but I've heard that it sounds like Infinity War starts right here. Right at the end of Thor 3. Uh, or the first scene with Thor and the Hulk will start here.
1: Well, not exactly. Right after, maybe. I mean, we... I, I mean, do you I, want me to tell no, you? No, I don't. <laughs> okay, so why are you talking about well, it?
0: Well, my point is, if the Hulk stays Hulk, it'll be continu We will know how it's dealt with in May.
1: Yeah, and they did say that the Hulk, like, the next three movies would be, like, the Hulk's trilogy, too. Um, I, I, I'm I, really excited to see his evolution, though. Like, what happens now that the Hulk and Banner are actually, like, separate entities that take control, and... um. Is there going to be a middle ground? Like, is Banner actually gonna get control of the Hulk? I feel like all of these things could make a good Hulk movie too. Like this movie did not only show what a Thor movie should be, it showed what a Hulk movie
0: <laughs> should <could> be. be. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um
0: Yeah, my my whole theory about that is once we have the Soul Stone, that there's a good chance the Hulk and Banner is gonna are gonna be separated permanently.
1: Permanently? Mm-hmm. Interesting.
0: I, I'm pretty sure in the comics. Or at least in some comics, they've been separated. Okay. So...
1: Do you know... Speaking of comics, do you know if Thor ever had his hammer destroyed and had these powers in the comics without his hammer?
0: No idea. But I would bet on it. Also, good job on the marketing not showing that Thor lost his eye. Because all the marketing, they edited it back in.
1: Oh, that was the other thing the trailer spoiled. Because they showed a scene of Thor coming in as the God of Thunder right after hell is like, what kind of God are you? And then he like flashes in with lightning. You probably didn't see that. I
0: did see it. But okay. Yeah, I agree. But again, it didn't show anything more. So I thought it was, it was, I would have preferred not to have it, but it was fine. Yeah. It didn't show.
1: I knew it it was coming.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But if you watched the whole movie, you would have known it was coming anyways. Yes. I didn't know how soon that this was going to start. It started as soon as Odin died. This is true. And then it started in the Hulk fight, which they didn't show. And then it which, it slowly built up to it through the whole movie.
1: What? Which, again... Oh my god, I want to know so much more about how each Asgardian gets their powers. Like, what makes Thor <laughs> the god of thunder? Prequel, prequel, Please! <laughs> Dear God. Yes.
0: Oh my god.
1: And if... If he really has these powers without his hammer, it's it's. I, I mean, I know, Asgardian time is slow, but it's strange that it took him two thousand years to discover this and Odin's death. A little bit. Yeah,
0: to, I thought he was gonna. My guess was that when he figured out that he was the god of thunder or whatever, he or when he got power over lightning, Mjolnir would like re-summon or reform to him, like all the pieces would come back and reform in the Mjolnir. I was surprised when it didn't come back. But him fighting with lightning in the end
1: was super cool, and I didn't care at that point. So cool. Oh my god. (laughs) And this is exactly what I meant. Because you know how you said you were worried about how they could make a movie about a god of thunder, and like you thought it would be bad, and then they made a decent one with Thor 1? Yeah. This, This is what I expected from a Thor, or what I thought a Thor movie could be, which is why I've always been like, they could have so much potential.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Holy crap. Well, okay, because to me, once we saw Thor 1, I'm like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. He's just a legend. These are his actual powers. They're not as extreme as him literally being a god of thunder. But seeing him in this movie, holy crap. Yeah. So we skipped, or we went on a tangent instead of going about and talking about the Valkyrie. yes (laughs) yes <laughs> she was cool I love how she was introduced as a drunk and then also when she took over her, her ship's cannons with her arms just yeah. everything about that introduction was perfect
1: also I mean pretty much everything with her character in this movie was perfect yeah I I'm, like her origin
0: I like her abilities I like her personality it's great
1: and they did a great job of making a strong female character in the Thor movie <laughs> and not reducing her to a love interest right away yeah
0: Speaking of which, uh, the game and Grandmaster's salty assistant is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> she hates her so much. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it was funny.
0: I do wish the Valkyrie had a little more impact in the final fight. We did have the problem of hordes of zombies instead of Hella doing more herself.
1: But true. Yeah. Whatever. Which the final fight, I think probably could have been more like between Hela and Thor like that's when I think we could have seen more of Hela because she she'd slaughtered the entire Asgardian army super easily and I feel like that final that, fight with her should have been a little crazier that
0: fight was cool though yeah uh Fenris yeah Fenris versus Hulk was also kind of underwhelming I wanted to see more it also w- what's Hulk Fenris the wolf Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the wolf versus the Hulk was a little underwhelming because they didn't show much of it. I, I would have liked to see Loki do a little bit more in the final fight instead of showing up and be, being like, Here I am! I'm now your hero! <laughs> Even
1: yeah, though that agreed. was
0: great and he was actually their hero in that moment.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I would have preferred if Loki, like I get that it's Loki's character to betray, betray Thor, but I would have preferred if Loki actually joined their side and fought with them the entire time. Yeah. Because I think that would have been cooler.
0: Me too. Yeah, just because I wanted to see more Loki action.
1: Exactly. And not just him being the betrayer.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also, again, I really wish Sif was a member of the Revengers.
1: I know. Okay. God, where is she? <laughs> I don't know. But we can talk about how
0: cool Heimdall was in this whole movie. I'm so, so... glad. Or just really quick. I'm so glad... We talked about how awesome he was in Thor one, because in
1: Thor three, he was still so awesome. He was really cool. However, based on what I saw from the trailer, to be honest, I expected him to be in this movie a lot more. More? He wasn't in it a lot. Not
0: really. Almost every scene on Asgard, without Hela just taking over, what had I think was it's about just- him.
1: I think it's just the whole, like, so much was happening in the movie, but I I guess I, I thought he would be more, like, a central part of Thor's team and doing things with Thor uh, instead of just, like, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, I liked it a lot. Also, it was really cool how he was able to share his vision with Thor. I didn't know that was yeah. an ability he had, and that whole scene was really cool.
1: Yep. I can't stress enough how much I want explanations for powers. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cool! <laughs> <laughs> He's really cool, yes. Yeah.
0: So I really liked that when Hela went to go fight Thor, she wasn't completely blinded or blindsided by their. She wasn't completely blindsided by his trick of trying to distract her and how she was still taking care of not letting any of the Asgardians leave by having all of her army and Fenrir or, or Fenris yeah. guarding it. Yeah. I like that a lot as
1: well. Speaking of which. Mm- just, is Hela... So, Odin trapped her in a different dimension? Is that what it was? That's
0: what it seemed like, and so she just popped out on Earth.
1: So, was she just floating in this alternate dimension for, like, thousands of years? Just I have, there? I,
0: I have <laughs> no idea. Yeah, I know. It, yeah, that... Also, is she... Um, do they have the same mom?
1: I don't know. I Okay, <laughs> that's something we didn't quite discuss in full. So... We didn't. We don't have a ton of information about Asgard now, um, which again would be nice to have gotten in previous movies. But the fact that they did uh, th- turn it on its head and show so much of what happened behind the scenes and before the current like peaceful Asgard, I really liked that. Um, prequel. Prequel. Yes. Oh my we god. Need a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Just like, Everything about this needs to be told. <laughs>
0: yeah! Oh my God! It's so cool! It sounds amazing!
1: It does. We need to go and tweet at Kevin Feige.
0: Sure. Kevin Feige, please give us an Asgard sequel.
1: Hashtag Hella Odin prequel. <laughs> let's start. Let's start this.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start a revolution.
1: Come on, guys! Indeed. Time to start a revolution. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the second end scene. I don't know if you have anything to say about it. I mean, but... I mentioned
0: it earlier. It's like,
1: all right, so it's a tie. That was really funny. Um, I'm just... I kind of wish we saw what happened, though. Yeah. Like, if they killed him or not. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm a little bit surprised that they didn't really talk about the Grandmaster and the Collector being brothers. Are they? Yeah. Or something like that. They're identical okay, looking
1: i thought they looked very similar yeah
0: that they are brothers and they're both like that, ancient beings of great power
1: that explains a lot
0: yeah um i think it'll probably be acknowledged in infinity war probably the collector will show up and mention something about his brother i don't know but i'm just surprised they didn't mention anything directly
1: yeah i agree um also, I can tell you right now that it's going to be so hard to go back and podcast on Thor 2 now. I know, this movie. right?
0: <laughs> Speaking of which, for our viewers, so we recorded our Captain America podcast before this one. And I really like that in Captain America, the ultra super jet plane weapon is also called the Valkyrie. Because it's everything that the Red Skull loves is about like Norse mythology. And I like that now we have the actual Valkyrie
1: that yeah that's a cool connection
0: yes and i really wanted to talk about it when we were making or recording our captain america episode but i
1: couldn't now let's see ad yeah oh well <laughs> <laughs> um is there anything left to say
0: more sif <laughs> have i not made this clear <laughs> we need a prequel we need sif and I just want more
1: of these characters. Oh, God, please. Okay. I mean, to be honest, since they were talking about making that all-female movie, they could do that pretty easily with Sif and Valkyrie.
0: They could do Sif, Valkyrie, Mantis, Gamora, Nebula, and all of them, all the space girls. I would watch yeah, the hell out of that movie.
1: And Captain Marvel, if she ends up being in space. Oh,
0: she almost certainly will, so yeah. Yeah. So, perfect, all-girl (laughs) movies. Oh my god,
1: please, please give me this movie. Uh, Kevin Feige said it, so it sounds like it could happen.
0: Yeah, maybe they'll have Black Widow pop up because, I don't know, and Scarlet Witch because she has magic powers also that we don't know. Speaking of which, in Infinity War, they better have her and Doctor Strange interact in some way. Who? Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange.
1: Okay. That's gonna be interesting, I guess. Yeah. God, this movie. Uh, okay, six six months? Six more months. Ugh. So much hype! The... <laughs> but then we're getting Black Panther oh, 2. got even more hype. Black
0: Panther <laughs> looks so good. Um, Wait, you saw the trailer? It was. It played before Thor. I was looking away from most of it, but every once in a while I looked up because I couldn't resist, and uh, it looks so good.
1: It looks... Okay, so this trailer is the third trailer, and I watched the first trailer. And it looks so different from the first trailer. I agree. This is not at all Wait, you didn't see the first trailer.
0: I saw bits of it too.
1: This movie looks like,
0: yeah, the new trailer looks like Tron. And the old one just looks like, welcome to high tech Africa.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was so different. I'm so excited. I don't even know what this movie is going to be. It's, it's like, so. It's going to be awesome.
0: (laughs) And uh, something that I saw people discussing online was how it's going to be the first serious movie we've had in a year of goofy movies. Which is going to be refreshing uh, as well.
1: And hopefully it is serious. <laughs> it, I mean,
0: it's still a Marvel movie, so it's still going to have its quippiness and some goofy moments, but it looks a lot more serious and intense than the others. Yes, it
1: does. <sighs> I am very excited. This movie is. Uh, great. Wa- Why is it 2017 still? <laughs> I don't know. Please just make
0: it 2019 so I could watch Infinity Wars 1 and 2 and Captain Marvel and Ant-Man and the Wasp and Black Panther and give me it all and Jessica Jones 2! <laughs>
1: it's almost here guys it's almost here
0: (laughs) well at least the Punisher will be out this month yeah I hope that's good it's gonna be great I think I haven't watched the trailer but I have high hopes
1: I have no hopes after Defenders and Iron Fist (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) should we cut it here I think we should I think we are good. If this is your first time listening, you should go back and listen to our other podcasts. We will be going through every movie and every TV show in order of release. And so far, we have almost all of Phase 1 covered. Yes. Captain America will be coming out next week. Yeah,
0: by the end of the Um, year, we'll be done with Phase 1.
1: Indeed. Uh, So, we also now have a Twitter and an Instagram. So, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Marvelous MCU. And you can find us on Instagram at Marvelous MCU Podcast. And you can send us an email at Marvelous Podcast at gmail.com. With any questions, comments, what are your thoughts on Thor Ragnarok? Please share with us. We want to know what you think
0: and we will share your opinions on the podcast. Please also like and rate on iTunes or YouTube or wherever you're listening. That would be a huge help to spread the word of our podcast and would help us grow, and that would be fantastic.
1: So thanks so much for tuning in, and we hope to see you next time for Captain America.